All right, Steven, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yep. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Got Next. This must be a lucky week because we're here twice, back-to-back weeks. So we're going for the three-peat, no L.A. Lakers. Um, But, Steven, what's been up, man? What's been up with the quick slants? I think you're probably hyped because I think we all know what's about to happen this upcoming weekend. Yeah, this is the opening weekend for college football. This is week zero, they call it. Um <laughs> which I still don't understand why I call it that, but um, week zero, Pensa kicks off next Thursday, uh, September 1st, 8 o'clock on Fox against Purdue on the road. Um, Penn State minus three right now uh, in terms of early betting. Um, quick slants coming out tomorrow night. It's going to be the last one before the season starts next Thursday. Um, do a little bit of a rundown of the opponents. I'll rank them 12 to one. Um, do a little bit of... Um, prediction for the starting offense starting defense special teams and then shout out to the kickers and punters and then i'll do shout a um, little bit of breakdown of certain positions or some battles going on within camp still and then give a little bit of um stat predictions for the offensive guys um i might wait to do some for, for the defense <clears throat> just because it's a new defense coordinator uh new scheme new system so i want to see how the first first game plays out to see how we do with um you know certain aspects like blitzing and you know the certain positions how they're going to be used and all that kind of good stuff before we go into uh sack numbers and all that kind of all that kind of fun stuff so yeah another episode coming out tomorrow night uh might put out a blog early next week kind of do like the same thing just in written form uh and then yeah the season starts on thursday um like that's it season starts on thursday and what i know dude and then there's actually some good games this coming weekend um i don't know if i'll dive into this weekend's games uh i might save that for i'll probably do an episode next friday because we play on thursday so i might do a recap on friday um and then get do the the usual weekly um look at the college football weekend on saturday and dive into that a lot of big games coming up there's, there's some there's some you know some good teams playing this weekend but obviously next weekend is when all the top teams play and there's a ton of good games um i'll talk about why i think those early games they have like the chick-fil-a kickoff which is in mercedes-benz stadium um i hate that those types of games are not played at you know it's this year it's oregon and georgia like those are two of the better home environments in college football so like those early like neutral side games should only be allowed for bowl games, not, you know, not these regular these season kickoff games. So yes, tomorrow night episode coming out standard time, eight or eight 30 ish. I'll put it on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And then um, won't have anything uh, after that until next Friday. So keep your ears open. Yes, sir. So I'm personally excited because I've been busy for like the past couple of weekends. And for this to be the opening weekend of college football, I'll definitely be able to end up tuning into some of the games this weekend. Oh, time out. Your boy got your boy got the new Yeti for the season. Okay. Shout out to your boy. There's there's a good little beverage in here. Some oh. moonsh- some uh, moonshine and okay. um you know like that sparkling iced water. It's like in like the really thin bottles. Um mm-hmm. it's like it's called like, like sparkling ice. I don't know what it is. Um but yeah, your boy's boy's getting prepared, you know. I got to start getting the body 
cleansing the body with like the stuff and <laughs> start start preparing my liver and like because the next you know the next three four months hopefully longer it's just yeah you know, it's a bunch of binge drinking it really is and that's some things that we definitely will continue to dive into steven's what, getting ready drinking? for oh i mean we can get into that too but that's yeah, not we, what we i was can, like yeah. okay 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 <laughs> Yeah, but we can give you so that's something we'll probably end up touching on in between college football starting and right before the NFL season. And we're not sponsored by any of them, but we'll kind of talk about some of the things that we're looking forward to or like our drinks that we end up preferring or recommending for you guys to end up having three days out. Um, Well, we will also well, I'll try to at least do it once NFL season starts Saturdays. I'm hoping Saturday or Sundays just to guys give you updates on players that are probably injured. For everyone that's in the fantasy football world but also in terms of what i'm looking for in terms of like the nfl games i'll do some of the better college football games if i do it early saturday i'm not going to make any promises on that but we'll dive into this when we talk about the nfl i'm doing a good amount of fantasy football this year probably a little bit outrageously too much i mean leaves um, you in right now five it Eesh. might be six and this Gosh. is probably the most i've put up in terms of football spending one of them doesn't even count because it's just d god so it's 33.3 dust which equates out to like 60 dollars. but we make seven dust a day so that's kind of like free money for us another league one of my friends i went to school with he's telling me to end up like getting his we'll touch on that in a second but one thing i wanted to talk about was the spaces so i just finished up one today as of the recording on wednesday with el cafe cartel they are on the near blockchain that was a good one that I was end up talking to them about. Believe it or not, Stephen. So he is based in like the UK, and I just recorded that with him 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So wow. it's dedication. It's in the, yeah, I, that's real dedication for him to come on saying that he was looking forward to it and everything like that. I had one on Monday, um, that I ended up doing. I didn't have anybody. I don't think I had anyone on that one. I'm pretty sure I just talked and ended up like just telling people my thoughts on what's upcoming. And I did get a lot of good feedback on that one, too. So I appreciate everyone that end up listening. Next week is a big one, so I'll just announce it here. We have four that are supposed to be on. So we have Bear Market Beavers, Sloss on Speed, um, Damn Donkey, Beneath the Labs, and potentially another one, Helio. So for everyone out there... I know. Crack me up every time. (laughs) What was that that one that I always used to ask you about way back in the day? Um... Dang, I gotta. I'll find it. You keep talking. Not Shiba Inu. Yeah, no, no, that's not it. Oh wait, you know, no. I think it might be. Yeah, I think it might be. Wait, no, keep talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. Keep but so, um, it. that's what is upcoming with the spaces that we have for next week as well. I probably will take off for everyone out there that's in America. I'm probably gonna take off Labor Day because I've been doing it like Monday and Wednesdays. If I have the time, I might just do somebody early in the morning. Um, if not, we'll end up pushing it to the week after that. But that's everything in terms of that world. I want to dive into the NFTs and things of that nature. And I got a shout out to the D-Gods. So for starters, uh, I'll put this on the screen so Steven can end up seeing it. And then we'll talk about it. It was Shiba uh, Inu, by the way. It was the homies, Shiba Inu. The homies. I know, the homies, Shiba Inu. But we don't got to talk about the homies anymore because we have this. So this is D-Gods. Oh, so boy. D-Gods is currently sitting at 420 Solana. Uh, for the lowest one and i'll explain why in a second but that current price is fourteen thousand dollars for one d god so shout out to them and the homies out there know who's been repping a d god for a minute and the reason why the d gods are so 
uh, pricey right now and the floor price keeps going up is because of Utes. So everyone knows out there, that's the big thing I've been trying to work on because um, I want to get Steven and the We Got Next squad involved in Utes. I personally am, but there's no I in team with this type of thing. So I'm trying to get Utes mm. lists for Steven so we can end up repping that. But then also Steven and I talk about engagement a lot. If you look, I'll show you this really quick because it's the most insane thing. And if we could get a Utes list and then get Steven a part of it, um, it would be one huge for us, even if we don't get Utes list because they see me, I will definitely make sure we end up uh, getting a Utes over there too. So the goal is to get like two or three Utes. I think I have so many damn lists. I don't even, okay, this is it. So this is Utes list for everyone out there. And if you get on, like if you're announced as one of the people selected for Utes list, uh, they'll announce you here. Uh, Steven, you can just see the engagement every single time they announce somebody. They're just people. It, with small amount of followers big amount of, he has 537 followers and he gets like 100 likes because he's on the youths list uh because he's announced like all these different people some of them big time people some of them small time people and this is like the goal if we can get on this list it just draws the hype and that's why um d gods are continuing to go up everyone knows i'm never selling my d gods unless i told somebody the other day if d gods gets to six figures i will sell the d god um, that's the only way possible. But then also say going off of that, I do want to let everyone know about something else. So weeping angels is another NFT. They're doing something called weeping chest. So a weeping chest was one Solana. If you didn't have whitelist, it was 0.75 Solana. If you had whitelist and one Solana is $35. So I picked up 12 of them. So for everyone out there that doesn't understand how much that is. So it's around like $315. So I spent uh, 12 Solana, well, 0.75, 9 Solana to get 12 Weeping Chests. And the whole big thing about this is there could be a D-God, there could be a Ketz on Crack, there could be a Blocksmith Labs, there could be a Famous Fox, Primates. Um, they have, they had uh, D-Gen Fat Cats as well. So they have various different ones that are in them. I know Tombstone High Society is another one that's out there too that are in these Weeping Chests. There's a thousand Weeping Chests. So shout out to everyone that picked up them because it took us a week to mint out a thousand the at first, the supply was 2,000. Neon, who's in charge of it all, uh, he cut the supply in half because community said we only need 1,000. The first season was 250. This season is 1,000. And I'm hoping I can get one. If I get a D-God, I'll definitely sell that one. I'll put it towards so many different things. They have Blocksmith Lab that's out there. They have so many other ones that are out there that I definitely end up picking up. And we can do so much with the money um, from that. So I'll let you guys know what I end up picking up. Um, when the Weeping chests end up minting out, and we get the chest open. That'll be Saturday. It finished today on Wednesday. They said 72 hours. So Saturday, it'll be open. And stay tuned for that. The other thing is, a lot of people have been talking about where can Netflix go from here? Um, I'm talking about more so terms of the different streaming platforms. So Disney, a lot of people know, is always going to be a powerhouse that's out there. Apple's one that people kind of turn a blind eye to, but Apple's going to be big time out there as well. Uh Hulu is a part of Disney. And then you have Amazon that has streaming rights to the NFL, which is a huge thing. Apple has streaming rights to the MLB. And the big one is Netflix because they're trying to go to ads when they didn't have ads in the beginning, whereas a lot of these others had ads. Another big thing with that is Disney does not even have a lot of big time shows or movies that are out there. They have, of course, movies that everyone knows about, but they haven't put like the big time stuff on there yet. Whereas Netflix, they already put out all their cards and they're spending all this money on it. Um, Hulu 
they're just now starting to get different things that are out there. So Stephen, what are your thoughts going forward on what's going to happen with these different streaming platforms? Because of course, every single one is going to be out there. A deep, deep, deep rumor like years down the road is Microsoft might try and buy one of these to get in the game. What are your thoughts on the streaming platforms? Do you have a preference in the streaming platforms and things of that nature? Well, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, and I have Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I have two kids. Mm-hmm. And there's different shows on... What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is that, my guy? Is that a mimosa? <laughs> Taking it, taking it back, taking it back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that was, that was that was before I told you when we moved. Um, that was. <laughs> so <laughs> we got, uh, yeah, we have Hulu. We have all three: we have Hulu, Netflix, and Disney Plus. Mainly because we have kids, and there's shows on all three of them, and they like all three of them. Um, I personally am a fan of Hulu. Mm-hmm. Probably, I watch that con- pretty consistently. Um, mainly because I don't watch shows. That's like, that's like, that's the biggest thing about me. I don't watch shows like mm-hmm. current shows. I'll watch reruns of pretty much like older stuff, like family guy, old school family guy. I'll watch Seinfeld, King of Queens, you know, friends, standard white person show. I go back and watch all those shows. Um, so I don't watch like current stuff. Now my wife on the other hand does that. So she'll flip between Hulu and um and Netflix. The biggest thing is like is the sports aspect. Because that's like that's the biggest moneymaker out there for all these platforms, right? Like mm-hmm. Amazon's got their thing, they got Thursday night football. Now, by the way, are those games still gonna be on NFL network? Good question. That's what I was trying to figure out. Um they so did if kind it's of just on Amazon, realm. like that's gonna suck. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like I feel like it won't only just be on on Amazon, right? Because like not everybody's gonna have that. And while the NFL put their product on something that not everybody has. Yeah. Right. You would think I, so their big thing is NFL Plus. There it's kind of their way of convincing people, oh, if you don't have Amazon, get NFL Plus. So I can see the games because it happened before when I was on Amazon, it was joint streaming on NFL Network. I'm pretty sure NFL Network will try to end up having those games. Uh, especially because like other streaming providers have it, but it might be Amazon NFL plus slash NFL network. Don't quote me though. And, and weren't the games on Fox last year too, Thursday night football? Cause it was Troy Aikman yeah. and Joe Buck. Um, I don't know if it'll be that way. Cause I but, think Amazon got that. But I feel like, I mean, I think regardless, it's going to be on something else because you can't just have it on Amazon. Cause not everybody has that. That's one of like know. the, that's like one of the bottom tier ones for now. I also saw, Speaking of the sports aspect of it, that YouTube TV, um, they're on the kind of the come up. Uh, I see mm-hmm. their ads all the time. They're on the come up and they're going to be doing something for college football that will allow you to watch four college football games at once. Um, wow. They're going to have That's some huge. sort of some sort of, you know, aspect of their of their streaming that allows you to do that. And I didn't I just kind of saw that in, in passing. Uh, I didn't really take a look at it, what like the details of that were. So I'll do that. But. I mean, that's huge for someone like me watching, you know, watching games. Um, But I think, you know, the sports aspect of it is probably going to be, of course, not everyone watches sports, duh. But I think that's like the biggest thing of it. Like when you talk, when you talk about in like five, 10 years, 
who's going to be king. It's whoever can bring in the most sports and whoever's going to be able to like control that market. I mean, you look what, speaking of just like networks specifically, you look at what the Big Ten just did. And the Big Ten just spent $8 billion or is getting $8 billion from Fox, CBS, and um, NBC. Is that it? Mm -hmm. Fox, NBC, CBS. So like there's no more ESPN, at least until 2029, I think. So crazy. Like, which kind of sucks because I, you know, I love Kirk Herbstreit and Chris Fowler, you know, love watching the games on ABC. And like, that's just like a staple of the college football season, watching the 730 or eight o'clock games on, on, um, on ABC or ESPN. So that's going to be different, but it's like, you're going to be able to watch every big 10 game all the time, all day on Saturdays. So it's, you know, it's whoever can just generate the most money and bring in the most money and have every single, basically, I feel like it's going to come down to whoever can just get a strangle on all those top networks and can, who can pay them the most money, whatever streaming service that is, is going to be King in like five years or in 10 years, probably until somebody else comes along like YouTube TV, hell YouTube TV might be the thing in like 10 years, you know, Uh, and we all get sucked down the YouTube wormhole every single night. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. Amazon, I'm sure that's going to be, you know, shit. That's probably going to be another, all those ones that are like just on the come up that like are kind of making the waves like Amazon with Thursday Night Football or YouTube TV with this college football thing. They might, you know, I'm like, I don't think they'll they're, they'll jump those other ones, those 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 top tier ones like Netflix, Hulu, and Disney Plus. But if you get bundles of them and shit like that, who knows how that's gonna go? So if, yeah. if those if all those guys team up, like and do like the bundle shit, like like Hulu or uh, Disney Plus has with ESPN Plus and what else? That's they have? the best thing. What else ESPN they have? Disney Plus, Disney, Disney Plus, and e- Hulu. Yeah, ES Disney, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Oh yeah, shit. Like, yeah, like you can't a, stop that. Like you no. can't stop that kind of thing. So it's gonna take something like that. It's gonna take another big three to come along and and knock that knock off that big three. So yeah, will, will it happen? Chances are probably likely because there's so much money out there. Yeah, but you know, probably gonna be like a five ten year type of thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna say three quick things, and we'll move on uh, to the sports thing. The first thing is. I don't, everyone that, for everyone that knows me, they know I don't like to spend a lot of money. I will continue to pay for that. Hulu I mean, can't bundle. pay for a goddamn parking pass. I know. <laughs> well, he won't, won't pay for a parking pass. Won't pay for a new laptop, but shit. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> but so the Hulu bundle, I have the live TV. That was like the big mm-hmm. thing I needed to end up getting. Um, it just worked for me with the different channels that are on there. Uh, to have the Hulu and then have the ESPN Plus. I don't need, I don't care for the ESPN Plus. But the funny part is when you go on ESPN and they're like, oh, you need ESPN Plus. I'm like, ha, bitch is like, let me just log in real quick. <laughs> Click log in. <laughs> I don't even need it. <laughs> let me read the rest of this article. But um, that's something that sometimes like my brothers will say, like this is on Disney Plus. So to be able to have it, I'll end up using it. Uh, another thing I wanted to big salute and shout out is HBO Go. So they have a deal with CBS, I'm pretty sure. And that's something that not everybody really knows about, but I'm more so happy that a lot of the HBO schools that are out there finally get at least a little bit of shine. Mm-hmm. And everyone... Would you say HBO Go? Is it you or Go? Okay, wait, okay, keep going. Keep, And then you said the HB, HBCU schools, right? Is that what you meant to say? Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Yeah, you said you said HBO schools. Oh, HBCU. okay. All right. That's because I heard because I, I knew what you were talking about, but I wanted to clarify what you meant. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I heard Sorry. that too. So, so everyone out, out there, 
I combine a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, sorry. Right. No, so no. I knew what you were trying to say. Yeah. yeah. You're good. Um, they, so everyone out there, if you know, like Tariq Cohen is a big one that people know. Dominique Rogers Cromartie, he went to Tennessee State. A lot of, there's so many out there that I can name, but a lot of these athletes now will get a little bit more recognition. Uh, a big thing is Tariq Cohen got a lot of his shine in the bowl game that they had. Like he was going off throughout the whole year, but when you get on the TV where more scouts and people can see you, that's you can get it. So just to get more eyes on you, it helps them a lot. And I will 100% say at least 2% of this is affected by the Deion Sanders effect. I was Why? just going to ask you, how much do you think is Absolutely. affected by if Deion, if, if Deion Sanders wasn't coaching at, at Jackson State, I don't, this probably would not be happening. No. And it's because they want to get Deion Sanders on TV. Right. That's the thing. And then also Deion Sanders is bringing some of these recruits in. So it's like, all right, let's see them. Although now you'll be able to see a big thing for HBCU schools are the bands. So that's something else. You'll be able to highlight it. Like everyone knows FAMU. So Florida A&M University down in Florida. Um, they're a big one too, but you get to see all the schools like A&T and stuff of that nature i might do something for you guys later on but this is not the culture episode for you guys um but shout i want to the culture quick, yeah shout out so the other thing we do want to end up touching on now is some of the football aspect the basketball aspect so i'm going to start with basketball because then the rest of this is just going to be taken up by football if anyone has seen like my recent tweets or heard me on like recent spaces i've been talking a lot about Woj and adrian orzanowski i didn't know this until like steven said the youtube wormhole for everyone before i go with that youtube is owned by google so there's levels to this shit because google is the top person over there amazon top person over there apple top person look at their market caps and you'll be able to know on that but going back into this I didn't realize, and I was talking to him before, and I did not realize that these different league sources and insiders just have good relationships with certain people, and they leak it through them. I didn't realize the relationship Adrian Wojnarowski had with the Detroit Pistons when Joe Dumars was there. Um, that's something I ended up finding out. And like Shams, he Shams is kind of just working his way into it. Like the Athletic, they're not as on that same level like Brian Windhorst and Woj, and who's the one? Uh, Chris Broussard. He's not necessarily on their levels yet, but Adrian Wojnarowski, I didn't realize some of his stories, he will shift narratives or say it in a certain way, but then if you listen to like Brian Windhorst, he'll say something different, but then last second, Adrian Wojnarowski sometimes will change it, and I never realized how much that is. Like, they had these deals of, all right, if you leak this side of the story, then we'll continue to give you new information. It might mess you up with this story, but you'll have more sources and leaks as you continue going forward. Same with like um, Adam Schefter, same with uh, Ian Rappaport. All of them have their inside friendships and benefits, and they're putting out certain narratives sometimes that help, but they are feeding all the real information. So everyone always wonders, like, who are their inside sources? Sometimes it might be the head coach or the general manager themselves, but they'll just say sources. And the best one is like Brian Windhorst. Because of his relationship with LeBron, they are like this together and they will make sure LeBron is putting that information out right to Brian Windhorst first before a lot of other people. What are your thoughts on it, especially you being the journalism major and how all these sources and leaks and stuff like that happen? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty um um it's a pretty interesting culture because you have so many 
Um, so many of them for like different teams. Like there's like we all know the top the top names for the NBA and the NFL. Um, all the people you just mentioned, but there's and like, there's the same ones for college football, college basketball. Um, but there's so many like individual reporters that work for the teams, like mm-hmm. the beat reporters and like you know the ones that are you know on, on Twitter all the time talking about like the draft and free agency and you know everything and that goes for football and basketball um college sports obviously not so much like there's like you have your beat reporters a lot it's a lot more in college football than it is college basketball because it's such a bigger you know bigger market bigger brand and everything and more dollars and there's usually consistently more going on within college football but um regardless you have those people for both those sports so i don't know i am the one who whenever I see that like those stories leaked, like player X is, you know, likely out for the season or like player X is angry with the coaching staff or player X is looking to sign with this team or get traded or whatever it is. Um, You know, same thing goes for recruiting. Like, you know, this player is leaning towards this school. I now, since I follow it as much as I do on those deeper levels, I um I don't necessarily I don't say I don't believe those guys because a lot of times they are true. Now it takes it might take like you know a handful of weeks or maybe even months, especially when it's like free agency or things of that nature that take a while to to manifest. Like it takes a while for that story to become accurate. So like mm-hmm. you see those initial reports, and we all see those initial reports from guys like. Shefto or Rappaport or Woj or Shams, and you're like, there's no, there's no way this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then that player, like, if that player comes out and says, like, you know, that's not true, obviously you immediately are like, okay, well, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Even if it is one of those big names who leak or who mention everything every single time there's there's a story coming out or there's for agency or trades or whatever so it's like i don't know it's i feel like it's just a coin flip of like if those guys are actually you know valid in their sources and mm-hmm. i i hate that word though sources yeah I, I hate sources. it i hate that word now i have my sources with <laughs> with <laughs> with within within certain within certain certain circles. spectrums certain yeah certain se- circles i am i am very much a part of and i think we all know what those circles are um, as are you with certain circles, like you can, yeah. you have information that no one else does. And I, I have that too. And, um, I, I also personally, I should start using that, what I get more often to get credibility for certain things. And I don't know if you feel that way about what you do. It's, it's different aspects because you're dealing with like finance and people's money yeah. and I'm just dealing with, you know, sports news. So like a little bit different, but like same concept. Um, so yeah, like it, it also depends on like, you know, are you getting it from like the water boy or are you getting it from like, you know, the assistant general manager who like That's controls everything. And I really wish that part of it was these guys or girls and there's more girls coming up than, than before. But I wish these guys and girls had to reveal their sources because I that would be that would ruin everything for everybody. Like That would just yeah. be that would be terrible news to, to that, a terrible thing to do. But I think it would be really interesting to see who's giving these people the information. Um, it might just be one of those like random, like, you know, 
um, scouting people in a football team's organization that sees them in the hallway and like, here's, Oh, you know, Joe, Joe Schmo, it wants to be traded. And like, that's not exactly what the story is, but then they run with it yeah. and they go to, they go to Woj or they go to whoever. And they're like, Hey, I heard that so-and-so wants to be traded. Like it's pretty valid. I just heard him say it. So I don't know. I kind of like, I take it all with a grain of salt. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. I take it all with a grain of salt and I don't believe it until it actually happens. Or it doesn't happen. Like there was, there's a, there's a recruiting website that's, that's, um, I'm not saying to come up because it's, uh, 24/7 Sports and Rivals.com for recruiting. Those are like the two main powerhouses, and always have been. There's another one co- coming up called On Three, and like, it's the same thing, but like they do their own player rankings and shit like that. And there was a guy last week, I think it was, that mentioned that Oregon. He said sources say. Oregon is in the, uh, you know, in the in the leading spot to land Bronny James, LeBron's son, wow. which LeBron then found that tweet or saw that tweet after it's been retweeted. It's Bronny James that's going to get around to LeBron sooner rather than later, right? But if you go on those websites, um, I don't think Bronny James has any offers from any school right now, and he's a 2023 prospect, which. Bryce I, has an offer. Bryce, yes. Uh, Duquesne. Shout out to Duquesne yeah. in, the, uh, in the Berg and in the, in the Pittsburgh area. Um, but like, so LeBron came came out and was like, "That's not true." Like, did you hear from? Did, like, did you hear from Bronny? And like, that's that's <laughs> like, you know, that's that's usually the response of athletes. Like, did you? Oh, did you? Oh, did you hear it from me? Did you hear it from mm-hmm. you know my people? Because if you didn't, then it's not true. And then also times that might be a cover up for like you. They they just wanted to be heard from them. Yeah, like not from the sources or not from the people like Woj or whoever it might be, you know, depending on the sport. So there's always like a like a, a headbutting going on between said athletes and said sources and reporters and whatever. But like that's their job is to get scoops. They're insiders. That That's what they do. That's what they get paid to do. I wonder how much they get paid to do so. I'm sure it's a lot. But um, yeah, you know, like you build those relationships with those athletes and. If they feel comfortable with it, then they will come out and tell you, hey, look, um, you know, I'm going to sign with with this team or whatever. So it's a very interesting world that they that they that they live in. And like I said, I take it all with a grain of salt until that news actually actually happens. So I have two things to say about sources, but I'm going to end up talking about Bronny James really quick for everyone out there that's wondering. Uh, wait, Bronny wait, 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 wait. I, I give one shout out to real quick, real quick. Shout out to Penn State basketball and head coach Micah Shrewsbury got a uh, commit tonight from Kerry Booth, who's the son of former Penn State great and now uh, the the Denver Nuggets general manager Calvin Booth yep. um, for 2023. He's a four star power forward. You know what? Who knows what the hell players play these days? Um, as a four star power forward, yeah, Penn State's highest rated recruit since I think 2016. Uh, Tony Carr from the Philly area. Shout out to Tony Carr. Um, but big signing for Penn State today. Uh, big signing for the Nittany Lions. It boosts their um, their team rankings up to like top 10, top 15, depending on where you look. So want to give a big shout out to Micah Shrewsbury um, in, in that squad for, you know, turning Penn State basketball around and hopefully want to come up. So shout out to them. Yeah, so I will uh, echo that same sentiment. Shout out because I remember Stephen and I were – I think we were in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm pretty sure it was something for Jay Hill. And we were in the lobby 
and Stephen was glued to the TV looking at Penn State basketball. And he is always focused on it. And that's someone that through hell or high waters, he's always going to ride Shout with out. all yeah. of those different teams. So that is oh, something I do got to say. Yeah, he will. I I don't really know much about Penn State basketball. You will. But then, you will. I know. You, yeah. will. you will. Shout out to the boys. We're on the come up, my friend. So give me a couple of years, but we got it. But I wanted to touch on uh, Bronny James. So he does have a couple of offers. Uh, Kentucky, yeah. he has an offer from Memphis. Of course, that was a big one. Penny Hardaway. Um, they recruited him. Michigan has offered him one. Ohio State, Oregon did offer him one, and USC. Uh, but I'm pretty sure a lot of this, LeBron will have some sort of impact in it. Then it'll be, oh, maybe he's going to go to Michigan State or Ohio State because of Coach Izzo or something like that. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening there. In terms of sources, two recently have pissed me off so much. Yeah. One was J.K. Dobbins when they're like, J.K. Dobbins is not going to be back for week one. And I was like, look, y'all can't keep messing around with my money. Like two people you guys can't talk about is J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. J.K. Dobbins said, y'all did not hear that shit from me because I will be playing week one. The other one was, and Steven knows this one, this one was almost the dumbest shit I've ever heard when they said the Memphis Grizzlies have interest in Kevin Durant, but they are not going to give up Jaron Jackson or Desmond Bain. And I was like, what the fuck are you going to give up? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, if it's, if it's not someone like, if it's someone that has less than like 5,000 followers that, that, that tweets this out and that reports it, I'm not giving them a, a blink of, of my time. Exactly. So those are the different things with the sources that I sometimes will just never understand. Even like the big time ones, they'll say it, but I've learned from hearing all these different people, they'll say Sources said this is about to happen, and it's to force another team's hand of, are you going to make a better offer for this? That's why when Kevin Durant thing end up saying he's staying, when it said Kyrie Irving is going to stay, Donovan Mitchell's name picked up a lot more. Donovan Mitchell's name seems to be at every single team. The Lakers are interested. Oh, the Pacers might be interested. Oh, the Knicks are interested. And then, oh, he's talking to um Bridges in Phoenix. Like All this is just drumming up more interest to see what happens. And I wouldn't be surprised if Dwayne Wade's like, uh, we just going to keep him here in Utah with us. So we'll keep you guys posted on everything that ends up happening um, as we go forward with the league sources. My next thing I want to end up talking about is like fantasy football stuff. Everyone knows how many uh, fantasy teams I'm in. But Steven, how many fantasy football leagues or teams are you in? Real quick, I want to go back to the sources thing. When uh, Penn State head coach James Franklin um when things started going south for Penn State last year after we lost to Iowa, and it happened a little bit before that, his name was brought up for a lot of head coaching jobs in the country. USC was number one. Yeah. LSU, like it was every single week. And it happened, it's been happening prior to last season. Like his name would be brought up and, and this and that. And there's always been ongoing contract talks and negotiations, extensions. Man, <laughs> Jay Hill would text me like every week and give me a play-by-play of what was going on. And it was like, it was just, it was, it was him being like, being my boy and looking out for me and giving me the inside information that nobody else had. Like when I say, when I say sources, like he was my source telling me, yo, he is going to sign this extension and it's going to be this for this. And like with these, you know, caveat for this and this and like, all this shit. And he was telling me week after week after week. And did your boy put it out there? Nope. Nope. 
I sat on my ass the entire time. I could have broke every single story that was going on within the within the Penn State within the Penn State house. I could have done everything and taken over everything, and still would have gotten no followers from that shit. Just like everything else I do, hey, got hey, no followers. Getting man. followers. If, so it's just, uh, I had the boy it, but, Chaplin couldn't get you followers. We gonna get you followers. Uh, dude, I I had I had it I had it like it was right there, and I I I didn't do it. I can't even come up with an excuse for why I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I didn't. It's not like I didn't trust what he was saying. You know, like it's like if if anybody knows what's happening within the Penn State football family, it's Jay Hill. Yeah. So and like you know, I was at an NIL event with Jay Hill, and Coach Franklin was there. So it's like. And those two are 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 boys. So like, shout out to Coach Franklin. Now and we're boys now too. But like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it, I, it was ah, it was right there, and I I blew it. So next big Penn State story that comes out, your boys yeah, can be all over top of it. But to answer your question about my fantasies, um, well, not my fantasies, but my fantasy teams. Um, I we I mean, we can talk about my fantasies if you want to. <laughs> I, that's know. another episode you've <laughs> always got some this might not be the right culture episode for that but, um we got i have uh like four, three mm-hmm. um i got the one we're in yeah. um which you know I'll, I'll pay you when i pay you um i got one with my family and then i think uh i got a dynasty league that i'm in every year oh um, how's that that's tough because i'm the only one that has kids so like yeah and we do a rookie draft every year. Damn. And like your boy just forgets about it, obviously. Like I get the text messages like, hey dude, we're starting the starting. It. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what, what this is. So I'm a part of that one. That one's easy. It's like once the season gets going, these are all easy. And I think um I, I a part of me wants to do more because I love fantasy football and like I can spend I can as kids get older, I can start to spend more and more time on it. Yeah. I can't spend I can't spend more and more money on it because I don't want to. You're already charging me 20 bucks, which is like <laughs> that's a lot, bro. Like, like I said, I'll pay you, I'll pay you when I pay you. But <laughs> but actually I might I might give you a little more so you can buy a new laptop. But you know, I got three. I got one with you, I got one, with, I got the Dynasty League, and then I got one with my family. That's like that's good. I do like the pick'em leagues and like I do like things that require me to spend five five minutes on it picking you know however many games are on. And I actually I'm in two picking leagues, one for college football and one for the NFL. So five total you know football leagues, but that's mm-hmm. like that's five more than I would really want to do. Mm-hmm. So what are you? How many are you in? Did you say? So I'm currently in five. It might be six. So. I created, and the toughest part is for everyone out there that's like, oh, I want to be the commissioner of a league. You don't. I promise you, you don't want to. Oh, the only no. one that is super easy is the one Stephen and I are in because it's kind of one of those that we've been running it for so long. So I started it when I was probably 18 or 19, and I wasn't even in charge of the league. The person that was in charge of it kind of just like fell off because they didn't want to do it anymore. And it was like six of us. This is when Peyton Manning was on the Denver Broncos, and he had like Julius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Demarius Thomas. All you needed was that goddamn team, and you won. And that shit pissed me off. But um, so that league we're in, and that's really easy because people always text me saying, hey, I want to get in. Um, so that's easier than like all my friends that are in that league. They're out of college, so we can now do more and we can like add different rules to it too. I'm in the D gods one. 
Um, so that's one that I'm doing this year. That's another one that I'm the commissioner of. That was like wrangling cattle and sheep because every single day you're like reaching out. I'm waiting for one more, uh, but Airmonts is going to get back to me. Then we'll have 12 in that one. And then hearing new rules that they end up doing, that's kind of different. Uh, then I have one with Sports International. So we're seeing that. <laughs> yeah, that one. Every single year I do better. Gosh. That's the crazy part because uh, the God, first I year you. I was in it, I know, <laughs> the first year I was in it, I didn't make the playoffs, but I ended up coming in the first round. Um, so I got the first round draft pick and I think I chose like Christian McCaffrey. We know how that always turns out for me. Then second year, which was last year. Uh, no, two years ago, I came in a random spot. Last year I came in second. So the goal is I told the people running it, I'm coming in first this year. So that's the second one. That's the third one I'm in. Then I'm in um, this one with another one of our friends. And it's a lot of her family and friends that I always do her league and she always does my league. Uh, so shout out Tiana for that one. And then the final one I'm in is one of my friends from college. Yo, this man is high roller, like $75 high roller. No, <laughs> sir. No, sir. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what? I, you know what I can get for $75? <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> no, sir. No way. And he was like, hey, Hayes, uh, we're probably going to have 12 teams. Do you think you still want to do it? Because I told him I only want 10. I want no goddamn 12 because then I got to think more with y'all because if you put in that much up, I know y'all are good at this. That means I got to like write down all the players that I'm going to get. Think of like the back of the backup players. But so those are the five. I have another one with work potentially, but I have to see if I want to do that one or not. Shit, Freddie Mac is going to make $1,000 buy-in. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, crazy part is with Freddie Mac, they're not allowed to do anything worth money. So it's oh. always like back end stuff. Uh, we did like NCAA a new laptop. I know, yo, a new laptop. That's what I'll probably get. I might get an iPad before I get a laptop. So we'll end up seeing what oh happens. Oh my God. And <laughs> but if the weeping chest come through, I might just buy a laptop, a MacBook, and buy something else. Just spend all the money. Um, but so my big thing is that I want to talk about fantasy football really fast. What is the main position you always try to focus on? And so I like having this topic with Steven Ooh. because Steven and I, we think very different and we mess <laughs> ourselves up very differently. Steven chooses a tight end and that messes him up. Uh -huh. I choose the running back knowing each year. So yeah. I have one of my friends, Aaron, who's in our league. Um, His name is like past AAR or something. And I chose Chris McCaffrey. Then the next year I was like, yo, I'm not choosing Christian McCaffrey. He's like, yo, you got the first pick. Like Christian McCaffrey's going to be there. I was like, fine, I'll choose Christian McCaffrey. Injured again. Yeah. And I was like, ah. then they're like, oh, Christian McCaffrey's going to do well this year because uh, Baker Mayfield's a starter. Robbie Anderson's there. So it's going to have to go to CMC. He's going to be healthy. I'm like, nope, fool me twice. I'm not doing that again. But what's your typical position that you focus on or try to have a lot of throughout the season? Tight end. It probably is. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you uh, I think because I've, if we're getting technical about it, I think just because the way the tight end position is used now, I mm -hmm. think you can split so many guys out wide. Like every year, I feel like there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more tight ends that, that you can do that with, that you can put them, in, you know, in the slot or even, you know, on the outside, which you don't see that happen often, but Guys like Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Um, shout out to Jimmy Graham back in the day. He would do shout that. Out. Shout he out. Um, yeah, he, he would. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> nah, them New but, Orleans Saint days were yeah, something. Yeah, right? Um, but tight end, yeah. Like running back, obviously, because 
kind of the same deal where so many running backs now, like you have to be able to catch out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Like Derrick Henry's probably like the only real traditional running back. I'm him, Nick Chubb, but even like guys like Najee Harris, you know, give me catching out of the backfield, Saquon Barkley, yeah. McCaffrey, Zeke, you know, all those guys, Kamara, um, Austin Eckler, all those guys just catch out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might, you know, they don't, they all don't get as many targets out of the backfield as the other one, but um, this is PPR not- we're speaking of. Yeah, I think I think that's that's another one. In your know, PPR, you go back to tight ends. Like, I mean, it look Travis Kelsey is going to be probably one of the top players taken. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to take him. I'm not going to take him with my first pick, but you know, maybe um, I, <laughs> I would. I did it before. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. Like, I would. Like, I'm, th- I'm taking Jimmy Graham the first and the and the like with my second pick. You know, I've done that. <laughs> so. So I, t- I took Saquon Barkley with the number one pick last year in a draft. So like I do crazy shit in fantasy. Um, but I would, yeah, I think because of the PPR guys like him, um, you know, someone like, and you also, it also depends on like the quarterback situation. If you look at a team like, like San Fran and Trey Lance, like George Kittle is the guy on that team receiver wise. So like they're, you know, they're going to target him a bunch, probably like, eight to 10 times a game. And like, he might get those catches because like, he's very, you know, I'm not gonna say unguardable, but he's in that same ballpark with, with, with the Travis Kelsey's of the world. So I think got, you look at a guy like him, you got Mark Andrews, you split them out wide. Mark Andrews are more in line, in line um, tight end, but they can put him in the slot and match up nightmare type of deal. So I think, yeah, tight end is, is a position now where, um, Especially again, if it's if it's a quarterback, Pat Frymuth, another guy, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they have good receivers, Pickens and Claypool and Najee Harris, but like tight end, a good tight end is a quarterback's best friend. You can have that that security blanket, and that safety, that safety drop down, and especially if they're just you know not running verticals all the time and they're running out routes and things of that nature. So, tight end position, yes, I think that's um, very crucial to have. And like if if you have like a late pick in in the first round. And yes, I'm not gonna say take take a tight end, but like you don't don't like dismiss it, especially yeah. if it's one of those premier tight ends. And there's you know there's only a few of those premier tight ends. There's more and more that are coming up in, in the world. But I would say like Kyle Pitts, like he, Kyle Pitts. I was not, watching them. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think he'll be the first tight end taken, but I'm not gonna be surprised if you know there's a breakdown of you know tight ends taking number one if he's you know, he gets a good percentage of that because I mean, he's shit. He's a, he, he's a wide receiver. Like mm-hmm. he runs wide receiver routes. Um, he's got the receiver like body. He's, he runs, he's a fluid receiver. Um, he's fast. He's got great hands. Um, so yeah, I think they'll probably, they'll put him out wide a bunch more than any other team will put their tight ends out wide. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think tight end position running backs, if they can catch, um, there's not really many other positions where it's like, it's different from the other ones from year to year. Quarterbacks always the same, um, you know, receiver, you know, kind of the same. Um, I think obviously if a team has that one receiver, I think, yeah, you can, you can probably pick up on that guy, but tight end running backs, I think are probably the two positions where I look at most of the time to kind of stock up on those guys. Yeah. So for me, it'll have to be, um, my bread and butter, which Chris is Carson. So, I know Chris Carson, hey, Chris Carson gone, but yeah, it has to be running back. Him. That that's uh the one that I normally always go with. I go with running back 
because I'll just <laughs> we know. overload. Yeah, I know all the time. Running back. We'll just overload on running back. I know in one of my leagues, I probably I looked up because it's a keeper league. And I was like, damn, I didn't know I had all these goddamn running backs on the bench. Like I had Chris <laughs> Edmonds. I had Jordan Howard. And then I had J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, and I had like two starting. So I was like, all right, let me just end up keeping Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins. So that's what I ended up doing. But I like running back two sleeper ones that people need to always pay attention to. Look for a rookie wide receiver. There's always one rookie wide receiver George that Pickens. stands out. Yeah, so George Pickens has been looking really good. My only worries with Pittsburgh is I don't know if it's going to be Johnson, Claypool, or Pickens. Then I don't know who the quarterback is between Trubisky and Kenny Pickett because, of course, this is how the rumors and sources swirl. Oh, Pickett looks like he should be starting now. Then it's like, surprise, we got Trubisky. Then you're figuring out, like, all right, are they going to put Najee Harris out wide sometimes or is he going to be in the backfield? Then you have three good receivers. It's a great problem to have in real life terrible problem to have in fantasy <laughs> because you don't know what you're going to do then firemouth is just going to be chilling in the end zone and stealing Call all me. your touchdowns yes, sir. Yes, so sir. that's mine uh pay attention to mark andrews um i say this a lot i always just get pissed because in the league steven and iron max always chooses mark andrews and i forget that he likes the ravens so that's my only thing with mark andrews max oh. uh he's oh. like uh, I know. <laughs> so he's a sleeper sleeper uh mark andrews in terms of you might have to bid up for him and get him around earlier than you think because lamar jackson only has one wide receiver option slash tight end option and that's mark andrews you saw it against the steelers everyone in the whole stadium knew where it was going the yep. other team knew where it was going lamar jackson said throw it and that's what they did um so that's just closing up with that We'll continue to do this over and over just to get you guys ready for the seasons. And then again, as we get closer to like the NFL, we'll start to talk about more things. I'm hoping to have an announcement in like the next two to three weeks about something else that's big, but I'm trying to end up cooking up all that, talking to my connects and stuff like that. Now, um, I want to go into one of our up and coming segments, which is the would you rather, would you prefer? So Jeez. it's going to be a twofold. Uh, with it you can think of it as your child in this position or what you love to see uh when you go to like the ball games or like the pitch or anything so would you rather see a hat trick in hockey a hat trick in soccer a 50 plus point game in basketball or the cycle in baseball hat trick in hockey soccer 50-point game in basketball or cycle in baseball. Um, probably – ooh, that's tough. Probably the 50-point game in basketball. Ooh, man, that's hard. Yeah, I'd probably say that or the cycle in baseball. Probably the 50-point game in, in basketball – because um, that is so fluid. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, 50 points and you're probably playing, you know, 42 minutes or so, you know, 38, 42 minutes or so. So I would say, I would say that um, it happens. I feel like it happens every night almost, but it's still, you know, still cool to see. Um, mm-hmm. I think LeBron got like 33, 35 and we saw him play in, in in dc um like you don't but the thing about that is you don't even realize that they have like on tv 
you know because you know every time they score they say oh lebron's got 12 lebron's got 20 yeah, they will say it you know and when you're watching it it's like same thing in football like you don't realize like a running back might have 200 yards you know until you like you know on tv they go like, oh, you know saquon's got you know 75 yards he got 130 yards he always got 200 yards whereas like in the game you like you're watching so many different things go on you're watching the crowd you're watching you, know, you see certain things going on on the floor so i think 50 points would be pretty dope to see in person so i thought about this a lot before i even go into it i gotta say shout out to the dude that had the corner kick the corner kick in soccer <clears throat> and he made a goal that is one of the craziest things to do i think that is more impressive than you shooting it like kobe shot it over the hoop and it went in i really think you hitting a corner kick because the amount of curve and spin you have to have for it to go and bend back into the and goal. you gotta hit that shit just right you do yeah and not everyone's doing that but yep. i clearly you could tell i'm the soccer person i probably would say football. uh sorry football yeah. or Football Americano, but oh, okay. I would probably have to no, say okay. the hat trick is something that's very impressive. One, you don't get three goals every single game, but I have seen in every sport, offense is starting to become bigger. I don't know if it's because offensive players are better or if defense isn't as focused on or what the case is, but a hat trick <laughs> by certain players is a big deal, especially I remember back in the day they used to like throw the hats. I know they do that in hockey and like other sports, like you throw the hats. That's a big thing. The cycle is an a very impressive thing. That's like mm -hmm. a huge accomplishment because that oh, means that's... that doesn't even depend just on you. Like a lot of these other accomplishments you can do on your own. You can't get the cycle on your own. You need yeah. every single damn person on your team to get their shit together. The single you can get on your own. Double you can get on your own. But triple home run you need everyone else in front of you to actually get on base or do something so that you can end up doing that. Yes. Um, but I'd probably say between the hat trick and the 50 point game. Yep. Um, and I say the 50 point game, I saw Derek Rose come very close one time in DC and I'm pretty sure like Barack Obama was there at the game. It was Shout one out. of those that Derek Rose back in the day was something else, man. Um, Christian's name dropping. Yeah, I know. So the homie uh, of the game. Yeah, Derrick Rose was one. I would have there's certain players you like to see 50 point games from. Like if I could see Allen Iverson 50 point game, I think that would be some shit to see. Uh Jokic 50 point game or like Shaq, I, I wouldn't really realize it because sure. they'd be like damn near under the hoop type of thing. But those are my two. What you got for everybody? Um I realized I'm getting old last night <clears throat> because you ever like you ever have one of those days and like it's a long ass day and we all have long ass days for different reasons. Uh, a lot of times mine's because I have kids and you know, work like Mason wakes me up at six, six thirty every day, every day. That's crazy. Sometimes it gets close to seven, but like most time it's like six thirty on the dot. My man sitting by sitting by the bed, chilling, just like yelling daddy. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm up. Let's go. So like I'm up and then I got to go work at nine. Like I get the kids ready for school, make lunches and get everybody out the door. Except like, well, now we do. So work all day. And then the kids like, once I'm done with work, I got to make dinner. I think we clean up and it's bath time, bedtime. And then, you know, maybe some random shit before I can actually like lay down on the couch. Last night I laid down on the couch and I wasn't even like aiming for like sitting in a certain position. I just laid down. And as soon as I hit the couch, a, I was so comfortable. 
I'm like, boom, done. I had I had a drink with me. I had the remote. I was good. I had an iPad too, in case I wanted to watch some YouTube. I, I laid down and I was good. I had everything I needed, right? I also knew the position I was laying in was going to hurt me a lot when I woke up or when I got up to go to bed. Like my back was hurting. Like my sh- I, I was laying on my shoulder a certain way. Like I was in so much pain. And then when I woke up in the morning, this morning, I had to like swing my legs out of bed. Like my back was creaking. <laughs> like you ever like, you ever like, you ever do that? You ever like lay on the couch yes. in like a certain way? Like the pillow is like, but you're so comfortable mm-hmm. that you're like, you know what? This is, this is definitely going to hurt when I wake up, but like, I'll I'm way it. too comfortable. I, I'm, I ain't moving. Like I'm good. Like, you know, get, you stretch out maybe a little bit, get one of those good stretches in there, but like, you're not moving. And then you realize it's three hours later. And you're like, shit, I got to go to bed. And mm-hmm. then you got to walk up the stairs and like, it's dude, like, that's, that's not a good feeling, right? No, not a good feeling. No. I realized that last night, like, I'm getting old. That shit hurts. But like, I'm just so comfortable that like, I don't even, you know, I know it's going to hurt when I wake up. I know I'm like, my back's going to be killing me, mm-hmm. but you know, shout out to the people who are young. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Uh, So mine is two nfts the first one i have to do and i was texting somebody earlier today and yes and i told him like d guys has changed my nft life and they were like explain and people don't realize um what a d guy can do it's similar to the people that got into like board ape yacht club in the beginning or like clone x before they were bought by nike it really can do so much so i first got into d guys when it was at 30 solana i saw it when it was like 10 solana so for everyone out there that was like I don't know, $3,000 at the peak of Solana. But right now, uh, 10 Solana basically is around, I don't know, $350. Um, the big part is I got in again at 50 Solana and now it's at 420 Solana. So just seeing that happen, you also can trust so many people in that space. Scammers only live to a certain extent. Uh, you're not going to have a scammer that was like, yep, I spent $17,000 on something. Let me scam y'all. <laughs> They're not going to do something like that. They're going to find a little bit less to end up scamming. And just, I'm really hoping like this whole Utes thing, being able to be on the other side and seeing people get in and hoping like people I know get in will be something that I'm really excited for because it can change so many things and just seeing what the future ends up becoming. That's a big thing. Like when I have conversations, they always say like, hey, we looked at stuff that you and Steven did. Like, we hope we can end up on and stuff. Yeah, so shout out. So that's like really big. And that's why I say a lot of this wouldn't be possible without D-Gods. But I also have to give a big shout out to like the Solana Monkey Rejects. I should be getting uh the clothing and stuff in soon. And when I get that, I'll be end up putting uh, trying it on the show and just giving reviews. And like Steven will see it and like be able to judge like his thoughts. Steven will be the real thoughts. Cause this man will be like, this is some shit. Like, I don't know what this is. Why do you even have it? Yeah. So Facts. those are mine. Facts. Looking forward to this weekend uh, for college football. This is the first time I've been able to sit down on a Saturday and watch college football games. So I'm looking forward to that. Whatever game comes on, I might just be like, Hulu, play a game. Whatever it plays, I'll end up watching it. But other than that, this is it for this week. We out. Deuces.